0: Highly Enthused, a shortcut to things worth consuming, presented by two women named Sophie who spend too long on the internet. I'm Sophie Roberts. And I'm Sophie McComas.
1: Welcome back everyone. We are glad you are here with us on a new
0: episode of Highly Enthused. This week we're drinking McKellar Ghost Ale with mango. Refreshing. Yeah, just working our way through every possible variation of the sour beer. Well, it's not sour oh isn't it no <laughs> did you think it was sour I don't know I don't know what I'm I just drink what you put in front of me <laughs> I think it's just a regular ale oh. that's been like infused with mango okay well there you go guys I'm learning something every week yeah it's been delicious um so what have you been up to this week other than educating me and the difference between fruit infused ale and sour beers well i just been working like a dog. <laughs> Look, sometimes we are <laughs> it just like that. They
1: really are. Sometimes they really are, especially when you own your own business and you have just got to do all the work. Yeah. That's the whole thing. That's what you got to do. We've got great people working with us, but... You're the boss. You're the boss. One of bosses. So it's been busy. And so I feel like I have gotten home and have poured myself into my bed at around nine o'clock. Yep. And I haven't been doing much else. <laughs> That actually sounds pretty good, to
0: be honest. I know.
1: (laughs) But one of my best friends is moving to LA in a couple of months with her husband and her baby. And I am really happy for her because she's been wanting it forever, but I'm also crying on the inside and so I'm clinging
0: to her like a barnacle before she leaves leave. I yeah. know I'm like i what that. about dinner tomorrow but what about next weekend it's also where you try to like do as many things that are really great about Sydney so you try to like maybe chip away at their resolve to leave yeah like, yeah what about you uh, Well, well was my birthday the other week I just coasted on a run of birthday celebrations so I did one big lunch and then I did like a couple of smaller dinners and it's just a really good way of like prolonging the debauchery and the sense of celebration. I've never really done the birthday week or the birthday month thing before, but having now done it, I see why people do it and I'm going to lean in next year. Well, when you split your friendship group up into little um, digestible clumps. <laughs> digestible clumps. Our social life method. <laughs> um, it's so much better because you just get to talk to everyone. Yeah, and also I find that when you try and do like a big event with everyone you know, the splitting the bill at the end is like a very particular kind of torture and it's like something I try to avoid to yeah. do in my life. So instead I just did three events and it was great. Do you want to tell the audience where you ate? On well birthday? we had lunch at Totti's in Bondi which I've been wanting to try because Mike Eggert from Pimbone is the chef there and I really love when he does Italian food and it was just really debauched and delicious. Um, and then went to a highly enthused favorite, Love Tilly Divine, Good uh, friend of the podcast. Yeah, good friends. Um, <laughs> where we had to heckle the chef because he'd taken the Japanese Vegemite toast off the menu, but he has brought it back since. I know, I went in there and hustled him because I was like, mate, you yep. do realize I told
1: at least 12 people who listened that, <laughs> <laughs> that everyone's got to try your toast. And then you
0: took it off. I know. Devastating. He's like, well, it's back. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So you can guys go back. I missed it, but you guys can have it. I still haven't tried the salted seaweed puree. Um, and then the last one is I went with my family to Fire Door because we had like a voucher to use from some friends and it was delicious. But the dessert was amazing. It was like this... Bomb Alaska with a hazelnut base and grapefruit in it, which mm. again, none of that to me goes like, Yes, I'm gonna love that. And it was incredible. I think you are a
1: dessert person, you've just been not allowing yourself or something for so long. Every week, you're like, I'm not a dessert person, but the dessert was my <laughs> favorite thing. <laughs>
0: I think, I think I just, if I had the choice, I would always order another savory course.
1: Yeah, cheese. Well, on that note, what have you been eating this week?
0: Well, as we have discussed. In our, mini, our first mini episode, I am um, a savory breakfast person, mm-hmm. but until last year, I didn't eat eggs, which meant I had to eat a lot of avocado on toast when I went out for breakfast because there are very few places that have savory breakfast options that also don't have eggs on them like it's that's so true yeah everything has eggs so I am harking back to our first episode and I want to talk about the Alison Roman savory granola which changed my life I'm going to read the entire ingredients list and so it's rolled oats sunflower seeds pumpkin seeds so far so normal but then buckwheat groats mm. which were a revelation so delicious flax seeds which are often called linseed in Australia then black or white sesame seeds nigella seeds three large egg whites some kind of neutral oil maple syrup they said caraway or fennel seeds. I prefer it with fennel seeds. And then our favorite, Aleppo pepper, mm-hmm. soy sauce, salt and pepper. It sounds, I don't know, it sounds kind of weird. If you're used to a sweet granola or muesli, you're going to be like, what is this? And it's it doesn't taste like your standard muesli. It definitely is a savory dish, but... I mean, when I have it, and I I tend to half the recipe because otherwise I would just be eating handfuls of it every five seconds, but I do tend to snack on it. Like, I've taken little containers of it to work just to, like, eat dry. Yeah. It's, it's so good. And it's
1: so crisp. Mm-hmm. I made it, and it was, like, crazy
0: crunchy because of the egg white. So delicious. And they say, the recipe actually says it only lasts for, like, four or five days, but that's a lie. Or I'm disgusting because I definitely had it last for the last a way long Yeah. Or so longer. long. So long. We are not responsible for any health <laughs> issues <laughs> that occur from you eating old granola, by the way. So wait, how do you eat it? Well, when you're not scoffing it out? When of I'm not know? just eating it by the handful. The way Alison Roman recommends in her cookbook is you get Greek yogurt, you mix it up with like olive oil, salt, lemon juice, and you can put a little bit of garlic in there if you're okay with raw garlic, which I personally am. And then she gets you to like bash up some cucumbers and then I think it's green onions and coriander. I'm just doing this from memory now. Maybe mint? Parsley? Parsley, maybe. Whichever herbs you have. I'm pretty free and easy. I'll throw whatever I have in there. And then you, so you put the yogurt, the sort of lemony yogurt, you put in the, the the cucumbers and the herbs and the green onions and then you top it with like a really healthy handful of the granola. I've also done it where I've chopped up cherry tomatoes and mixed it with the cucumbers and let them get kind of juicy in the bottom of the bowl and then put the yogurt on top and that's amazing as well. Yeah,
1: I tried um, that with a after you told me about it with a poached mm. egg on top oh. of the yogurt. Well, now that I eat eggs,
0: yeah. I can experiment with that. So good. And as a salad sprinkle. Mm. I've added it to salad so that it can place of croutons. I've also done, I made like a chicken soba noodle salad with the peanutty dressing and put them on top Yum. as like a crunchy element. It's delicious. It works on everything. Bashed cucumbers are something that I've recently discovered. Well, yeah, you've been doing them with like a little... S- like yeah, just Japanese like sesame dressing. oil
1: and black vinegar mm. and garlic. You kind of chop them into big chunks and then just like whack them with a rolling pin. Very good therapy if you've also been working really long well hours <laughs> and are really tired and yeah. angry. Very- <laughs> or just the back of a knife like you would smash a garlic clove mm. and then it just forms these cracks and just
0: soaks Mm. up juice. A good Chinese trick. So that's what I've been eating. I've just been like milking the like out of season cherry tomatoes and just eating as much of this as I can. Where can people find this? Will you have the link? I will put the link. I found the link online but I do really recommend getting her cookbook dining in because it's got lots of these recipes and this is one of those ones that kind of sneaks under the radar. It's not one of the big fancy, you know like with lots of the big double spread picture or anything like that. It's just got like snuck in the back but it's the winner for me from her cookbook. Yum. What have you been eating this week in between going to bed at (laughs) 9pm?
1: Yeah. In between getting home, lying comatose on the couch for an hour, and then going to bed. Yeah. Um, What a fun life I lead. (laughs) (laughs) i wanted to tell you guys about this for a few weeks now, but I've chosen today because something new has happened with it. Yeah. (laughs) And it's my, it's a friend of mine, Cam Stevens, who has launched a little brand called Condimental. It's a condiments box and... I know some people have been suggesting that we do mini episodes of condiments and we have got that coming for you in your future. So hold up. But condimental is essentially a gift box or a subscription service for sick condiments. Really small batch craft condiments, I guess. Yeah. Uh, They're
0: quarterly, so they change seasonally. That's good. You don't want a monthly subscription to condiments unless you are like me and like a quarter of your fridge is condiments, which is mine currently.
1: Even if you really love hot sauce, you're probably not eating with every single meal. No. So quarterly is good the summer one was so great he had this amazing habanero hot sauce that was like deployed with an eyedropper an umami salt that is just insane in a bloody mary or on steak or roast potatoes this watermelon pickle from fleetwood macchiato cafe in uskinville that tastes like sour coca-cola lolly <laughs> bottle it's like this sour jam almost. that's delicious
0: i've had weirdly i've had watermelon rind pickle before but never had watermelon pickle. Mm -hmm. Delicious. So he's just released his autumn box, which is the
1: second one. There's some good stuff in here. There's like a Fejoa chutney and Fejoas are only in season for like a few weeks Zucchini pickles from Moon Acres in Robertson in New South Wales. There's this incredible lemon Worcestershire sauce from Cornersmith that I'm like really keen on trying. A cool shiro miso and a Carolina Reaper hot sauce. So there's a hot sauce in every, in every box. I think hot sauce is a common theme, which I'm happy about, because yeah. who you know, even if you don't eat it for every meal, it looks good on your pantry shelf. It <laughs> He's totally awesome, and the branding and the way he ties it all together is totally awesome. And if you are looking for a present for someone yeah that's a
0: great christmas present it's such a good christmas present it could be a good wedding present yeah because like you always it's hard to think of something different that isn't if you're not just wanting to give them cash i think that could be a really good totally wedding present
1: it's really good if you just want to add a little flavor to whatever you're making like a cheese plate or your toasted sandwich at 2 a.m when you get home from being drunk
0: i love adding random crap to toasted sandwiches yeah and this has got all that random crap in one day. box. Amazing. And how does he actually pick all of the things? Does he have, does he know all the people who make them or?
1: Yeah. He works in the food industry and he's in an awesome band as well called Baby Beef. You should all <laughs> look that up because it's incredible. But yeah, he has lots of connections. And I think every one that he selects for the box leads him to a new yep. find as well. People make custom stuff for his boxes. So he's like, oh, hey, cool. I want you to make something that people aren't going to find anywhere else, that's which is a a definite boon because I think there's pickles everywhere now. Like you can get pickles from every cafe, (laughs) (laughs) but these are all really cool and different and super seasonal. So So yeah, get around it on the red watch or listen to list.
0: So what you got? So mine's a bit different this week. So I, I'm a massive fan of email newsletters. Mm-hmm. I've got to, I'm have i literally subscribed to about 40. Like I was scrolling through for this to see which ones I should talk about. And I was like, wow, I have a serious addiction <laughs> to these newsletters. Um, and they are much like most of my reading list, pretty much all written by women. The original one I signed up to back in maybe 2013 was by Anne Friedman, who's this really amazing journalist and podcaster. She has a great podcast called Call Your Girlfriend. And she... Writes this weekly one, which she's been sending, I think, for, yeah, like six or seven years. And she does, like, a bit about what she's been working on. And then she has, like, a whole paragraph, which is all of the articles she's read in this sort of stream of consciousness link series. It's it's awesome. And I actually am now a paid subscriber to her newsletter because I'm working really hard on not expecting everything on the internet to be free just because it can be free so she also has for paid subscribers these amazing pie charts that she does that like every week she does a custom one and they're really funny but yeah so
1: yeah I think been... if you love something and there's there's a way that you can donate towards yeah, it
0: I pay her like five bucks a year yeah it's so cheap she sends a really useful reminder a week or a few days before the payment happens so that you know that it's gonna happen it's great So pay content makers, everyone. But what I really love about email newsletters generally i've read a few articles about them that say it's kind of like the second coming of blogs a lot of them are written by women sort of our age like 20s early 30s who grew up when we were first on the internet like blogs were what you read social media wasn't a thing you just click through like people's list of blogs that they recommended and fall down a rabbit hole for hours or at least i did in high school i think i fell down a rabbit hole and found you yeah yeah back in the good old days of tumblr being fun but this is even pre-tumblr but so some of my favorites, I've got a whole list and I'm actually going to read from one of them. So London Review of Looks by Anna Kinsella. Good People by Pierce Gleason. Uh, Better Have My Money by Amber Jamison. I love this one. It's, she writes about investing in stocks.
1: I want and to I, know about
0: more about that. Yeah. So she writes, so she's learning how to do it and she's doing all this research. She's a journalist for Buzzfeed in New York, but she's from Melbourne originally. That one's amazing. Another really great journalist is um, Anne Helen Peterson. Hers is called The Collected AHP. She comes from a academic background has transitioned into journalism and does these amazing long-form pieces she wrote the one about burnout oh yeah millennial so she does these really well reported pieces and she her newsletter is kind of a beside, behind the scenes look at what she's been working on and how she wrote the stories it's fascinating and then read like the wind by molly young one of my favorite topics it's about books <laughs> obviously um, and she has really great recommendations she's like you know if you like these things you'd like this um and gives you a book recommendation so how do you find awesome. the newsletters to subscribe to Honestly, it's through things like Twitter and Instagram. There's people who I've followed for ages who then write one or they might recommend another newsletter. It's sort of very organic. It's Feels very much like the way I used to discover a blog. You'd click on something and it would take you through to someone else's content and you'd read it and start really liking it and follow them. But I wanted to read just a little snippet from one of my favourites, the London Review of Looks by Anna Kinsler. She writes like a little kind of mini essay about someone she's seen and their clothes and what she sort of imagines for them and then just has like a few other little sections. Every time I read it, it just like delights me. Also, this is from one of her newsletters from a few months ago. Sometimes I think the tube is magic, how swiftly it moves across the city, turning miles into minutes, getting us where we need to go. I'm thinking about this, a little drunk, when a woman gets on in an outfit I wish I owned. Colourful mules and an off-shoulder top and cropped wide-legged sailor trousers. I'm reading my book and ignoring the weekend revelers but pause to look at her because I want this outfit and ideally her quiet self-assuredness too her late night calm the curious way she looks around the carriage like it's a new kind of nonsense for her and I should just tell her how much I like her outfit but it's late and I'm a bit drunk and she has the right to travel home in peace remember I don't need to always be contributing to the daily mayhem of the city it can be so hard to tune out a tangle of crust punk spill on and start shouting over their lagers and I think again about recent trips to the ladies pond on sunny afternoons. There are arguments against women only urban spaces but I'm not sure if I subscribe to them. Right now I kind of long for a tube carriage that is just all of us and ourselves. Our sailor trousers, our bright lipsticks, our colourful mules, our jumpsuits and suit jackets and old jeans and running gear and showing earrings. Oh my god, I love that. Right? It's just so amazing. And you know, she writes about fashion. She's actually a fashion writer. She writes about it in such a, just like a way that captures so much about what what clothes can do and what they signal and what sh- assumptions she makes about people. And it's it's amazing. It's magic. I love it. So I highly recommend sign up for as many email newsletters as you can. It turns checking your email into something delightful instead of just a to-do list. And it's if you miss blogs, as many a 30-something year old woman out there does, <laughs> I'm sure, um, it kind of rekindles some of that magic.
1: Off the back of that, I have a recommendation for if you have Oversubscribed to too many things <laughs> in your inbox. <laughs> and you're bonus like,
0: round recommendation, guys. There's so
1: many third party shit that you get signed up to when you tick the yes box when you're entering a competition. <laughs> and there's this app called Unroll Me. Oh,
0: yeah. Have yeah, you used yeah. it? I've used it before.
1: Yeah. So it basically does a sweep of your inbox and it's like, Hey, I found 160 subscriptions. Do you want to keep any of these? And you kind of just go through and you're like, No, 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 no. Oh, yep. Maybe one of those I'll keep. No, no, no. Yes, no, no. And then it just deletes them for you. Like it unsubscribes you automatically. So it does it every, I don't know, maybe every six months or every 20 new subscriptions or something. It sends you a notification. It's awesome. It's just like bombs out your inbox and it's all fresh again. Amazing. But don't unsubscribe from these newsletters. (laughs) Well, it it cleans the junk. It cleans the cobwebs and it leaves room for the shit you actually want. Like all these beautiful artistic ones, not bloody... (laughs) homelovers.com
0: What are you buying online? What are you signing up for? Jeez. Okay, so what have you watched, read, or listened to this week? Okay, so I have
1: been really into the new food show by Netflix called Street Food. I haven't watched this yet, but it has been recommended to me by the algorithm. Everyone's watching Game of Thrones. I ain't watching Game of Thrones. Instead of watching White Walkers, I'm watching this incredible old lady in Bangkok wear these motorcycle goggles as she she deep fries a fluffy, as fluffy can be, omelette on the side of the street in Bangkok. It's by the makers of Chef's Table, which mm-hmm. I initially liked, but I just tapped out of after the first season. I just found it so indulgent and really mm-hmm. just sickeningly over the top.
0: There's a couple of decent episodes here and there. Yeah. The later seasons, but yeah, it got a bit much.
1: These stories traverse much of Asia, as you know, the street food culture is is so big there. Osaka in Japan, India, Indonesia, Singapore. The first episode kicks off in Bangkok, and I was just sitting there, almost about to book a flight because it it made <laughs> me want to go there so badly yeah. and just eat things Every on sticks thing. <laughs> and curry and noodles and all the things. And the stories are so so beautiful. They're just. Family stories, really fucking hard work. People that get up so early, they're not making much money. They just love what they do. They've been doing it for years. They've perfected maybe one thing or a couple of things. They perfected their craft and people come back to these stores to eat what they have to offer. And I just, I love the stories. And the food just looks so, so yummy. I just want to eat it. Really
0: fresh. Another show that was a movie that was surprisingly good for food. Have you seen Crazy Rich Asians? yeah there's just that scene when they're in the food court yeah the in food Singapore. was really good in that it's just i love a movie that takes food seriously
1: and making the dumplings at the mm-hmm. table the family yeah so the good. food was epic in that and yeah. the clothes yeah the two two key things
0: <laughs> <laughs> um what did you what did you buy Things I bought, well, that was a really nice segue. Speaking <laughs> of clothes, um, there's two things that I bought. I got this new dress for my birthday. I split it with my parents because it was a bit of a splurge. Um, I tried it on when we went, I went to Adelaide a while back and fell in love with it, mostly because of the color. It was this incredible kind of cornflower blue Japanese cotton with little white flowers on it. It's by a brand called Permanent Vacation. It's their Licky dress, um, and it's this small brand out of Melbourne. Everything's designed and made within fifteen kilometers of their headquarters mm. in Collingwood, which is pretty incredible. And they make it make everything in really small quantities, and they don't do seasons; they do projects, so sort of like themes. And they don't take them down after a certain period of time; they just leave them up there until they're sold out. Mm. So they're really about minimal waste, actually trying to reduce the footprint, and so that colour theme I've been noticing I was looking through my wardrobe the other day and I have been on just a rampage of buying incredibly brightly coloured things I was joking with my sister it's like the opposite of wearing widow weeds <laughs> like I should be in black like should be wearing mourning but instead I've just been leaning into colour like I've got that tangelo blouse I mentioned that I bought I bought a bright red silk vintage top I've got like a green thing, like shirt I've got a a green linen skirt like everything I buy is brightly coloured other thing i bought was this jumper from cos which caused me to coin the term dirty neon Mm -hmm. so we talked about my love of highlighter clothes and i found this jumper it's kind of bright green with kind of grayish undertone which sounds disgusting i realize i am not selling it very hard to explain a color but it just makes me so happy when I put them on. I had to go into the city today for this conference. And I was wearing this bright red jumper, which I'm still wearing. And my coat is this plum maroon color. And my jeans are like quite bright blue. I was like striding through the city. I was feeling my look. I was it happy. And then I was, everyone was in gray and black. I was like, come on guys. Yeah. Life's too short for black. No, it's way <laughs> too short. I opened my wardrobe as well. And I'm like... This is a clash. The other week I was wearing a skirt by this Australian brand called Gorman. If you're in Australia, you know what that means. Bright print, kind of abstract blue with black and white spots and really bright. And I walked into work and my friend was like, oh, I like your pattern clashing. I was like, what? She's like, "You your shirt, pattern skirt. And I was like, oh, my God. I didn't even think of this as pattern clashing. I genuinely thought of the stripes as a neutral. Like I just thought it was like wearing yeah. a plain top. The like... stripes are totally neutral. No, no apparently no. It's a pattern clashing. It's not a pattern. Um... <laughs> well, I'm glad we we're so we agree on everything. This is great. But it was funny. I used to. I think as I was growing up in my 20s, and I was sort of advancing in my career I thought I needed to start wearing more serious clothes and in my brain I was like I need to buy white button downs I need basics I need blacks I need whites I need grays and then I've really just been like nah don't need that I am going color I'm having fun and I've never thought of myself as like a fashiony person never really taken it very seriously but it has been a really fun part of the last few months of actually letting myself enjoy it and just kind of develop an eye for what I like and what I like is really bright obnoxious colors apparently
1: me too especially in winter it's like Mm. don't don't get all gray and rainy on me so what have you spent your money on this week I want to talk to you people about something called pimple mud (laughs) I mean I like the sound of it yeah well it's 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 like a mud mask for your zits amazing um and I I had pretty like hectic skin growing up. Mm. And thankfully, i it's not such a thing for me anymore after many products, <laughs> let me tell you. But this is one that I discovered in California and it's incredible natural herbal beauty company called Fat and the Moon.
0: Is that the same brand of that bath soak you brought yes. me back? Oh, yeah, yeah it good.
1: is. They're all natural. There's no not nothing toxic in them. They use a lot of like traditional healing mm-hmm. herbs and things like that. The pimple mud is... A blend of a few things there's bentonite clay which mm. apparently creates a pulling circulatory effect to help the healing process of whatever needs sure. healing yeah <laughs> i'm on board there's witch hazel extract and tea tree oil which is super antimicrobial golden seal root i hadn't heard of that before but it's another antibacterial compound and it's this deep forest green Really thick paste. Mm-hmm. When you twist open the, it's a little glass jar. When you twist it open, that this intensely herbal smell just kind of wafts up. You can leave it as a little like spot treatment before you go to bed, or you can you can actually put it on as a whole face mask, like a mud mask. Yeah, um, and then just wash it off. But it's really good. It really works. Like if mm-hmm. you have a little thing, you just need to like dry out and kick its ass out the door.
0: I really wrote Yeah, I really I've got like this. a persistent breakout that happens just at a certain time of the month. Just yeah, the hormonal. Every, every time. So it's unfair. Like, it's a really clear signal. I'm Like, okay, I know what's happening. Hello again. Yeah. Well, now you can slap
1: it with some pimple mud. Maybe I'll
0: steal some off you.
1: Yeah, you can buy them on Etsy. They okay. have an international store there. They have a website as well, but I think Etsy might be a bit better for shipping costs. Mm-hmm. They do these really good bath soaks as well, some good natural deodorant, which... I haven't tried but kind of keen to get more into natural deodorant maybe Mm. some beauty products as well like a lip and cheek stain but yeah fat in the moon pimple mud california gold california
0: gold guess what it's time for oh my god (laughs) our favorite (laughs) it's our favorite thing The Fast Five. The no Fast Five. I am going first. Okay. Wait, we haven't introduced it properly. <laughs> too fast. We were too fast then. Go. The Fast
1: Five is a space to share things we love, but just don't need to go into that much. So little that we
0: don't even want to introduce it anymore. <laughs> you guys know what it is. It's episode four. Number one. Um, so the first thing I'm recommending, even though it feels like the push notification it sends me are personal attacks, is the CoStar app. Yeah. I've been wanting you to talk about this for a while. I know. So I don't know if anyone's noticed, but astrology is really hot right now. Yeah. So this is an app. It launched a while ago. They just closed a round of funding and got like $5 million. Really? Yeah. A lot of money. Are they Australian? No. The best in New York, as far as I know. Um, So this is an astrology app. It's AI driven. So it uses machine learning to like plug the findings i don't i don't know how it works i'm in tech for like it's the findings (laughs) Plug the findings from the heavens and turn it into content but the the real joy of it is when you sign up to it you have to put your birth date and time and place in it and it gives you a chart your star chart Mm -hmm. your birth chart and then when you add friends to it it tells you how compatible you are which is clearly the whole point of doing it what star sign are you i'm a taurus Okay, what am I? An Aries. Aries yeah. <laughs> We're not in any way compatible, apparently. Sun- Except on this podcast. But that's just our sun science, and then the, it's a whole thing. I'm not going to go into it. I actually have now a whole folder on my phone of screenshots of the push notifications it sends because they're kind of like personal attacks. It literally told me once that I needed to get comfortable being alone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like, cheers, Coaster. Thanks so much for that. Is there like a feedback option where you're like... Hey, no, the feedback is we screenshot it and share it in our group thread. My friends and I are all on it and just are like, it's attacking me today, but, um, it's just, it's so silly and it's really fun. And if you need some lighthearted trolling from a machine, I recommend getting on board with that. Nice. So that's the co-star app. Um, I think it's currently only on iPhone, but Android should be launching soon. So my second one is espresso martinis. (laughs) Shudder! i can't believe you hate these i don't know how you get
1: through life without them i saw these on the show notes and i was like okay girlfriend we're gonna fight about
0: this we're not gonna fight we're just gonna have a healthy disagreement so at my birthday you know we'd been drinking wine for a few hours it had a lot of carbohydrates which Mm -hmm. just makes me sleepy because you know that like afternoon a bit day drunk and the answer to that when you're in your 30s and you don't do drugs, it's espresso martinis. It's true. It is It is a nice is like pickup. You are ready to go. You're like, oh, it's 7.30. I can keep going. I actually saw... Still 10.
1: I saw on the menus at Toddy's that they had a tiramisu martini. I was like...
0: That's hmm. just an espresso
1: martini with cream,
0: isn't it? <laughs> right? Like, that's... I don't know.
1: A little shaved chocolate. I just, I just They're so sweet. They're just so sweet. They just are. They just aren't.
0: They so are it's like drinking sugar syrup maybe just i've just had bad ones maybe you've just i think you've been scarred do you like coffee yeah i love coffee do you like martinis yes they literally (laughs) are a combination of those two things
1: (laughs) that's it all they've done is pour espresso into sugar syrup and that sugar syrup into a bit of vodka and that vodka into a glass significant amount of vodka though like i
0: don't think you're paying enough attention to that
1: I I definitely have just sculled one because I'm like, I'm going to fall asleep. I really need something to help me get through this party that I'm at. Yeah.
0: Well, look, I think they're amazing and I think I've just really embraced them recently. Please tell us, dear
1: listeners, what you think of these because I know people like them just like they, they like Aperol Spritz. And I'm telling you now as well. They are also too sweet.
0: Oh, I don't like Aperol spritzes. <laughs> I have taste buds. But espresso martinis are delicious. No, 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 no. Okay, fine. We're going to have to just leave that one because our friendship needs to remain intact for this to continue to be a viable side mm-hmm. project for both of us. Um, number three, Chantikai Just Skin Tinted Moisturizer. I have two caveats. It is not cheap. It is $113. X And it does not have a great range of skin colors. It has like four different shades of creamy beige. Luckily, I am that color, so it works for me. But I cannot recommend it as a general recommendation for everyone. However, I am onto my third tube of this. A tube lasts you, like, at least a year. At least it lasts me a year. I use a tiny amount of it. And it's magic. It is magical. The first time I tried it, I was in Mecca. If you're not in Australia, Mecca's kind of like Sephora. And I... A friend had said it was good. I was like, eh. I literally squeezed them out, kind of dabbed it on part of my face, looked in the mirror. I was like, seems fine. Wandered off. And then my sister and I were shopping. And every time I caught a glance at myself in the mirror, I was like, what is going on (laughs) with my face? like, I have a whole new face on this side. And my sister was like, yeah, you have to go buy that. This is ridiculous. So what does it do? It's just a tinted moisturizer. It just kind of feels full like you. coverage. Kind of? No, but it just feels like you've had a filter applied to your face. Like oh. It just kind of blurs everything and brightens everything, and it's just the best tinted moisturizer I've ever used.
1: Nice. Yeah, yeah. I do like a tinted moisturizer.
0: It's just not not so heavy. Yeah, I just m- use my fingers, massage it in, covers everything. It's amazing. So mm. it's the Shantakai Just Skin Tinted Moisturizer. My next one is uh, a very earnest. <laughs> And it is uh, email your local politicians about issues such as climate change. (laughs) Good citizen. yes. So this is being recorded before the Australian federal election, which is happening in a couple of weeks. But even if you hear this and it's after the federal election, I highly recommend doing this. I was having a panic attack because I was reading the UN article about the mass extinction of a million species and then was like, oh, maybe instead of hyperventilating at my desk, I could call Bill Shorten, the opposition leader, and hyperventilate at his staff member. And I did it. And it was really satisfying. So it's not a voicemail. It's a person. Well, I think, again, because it's pre-election, they're answering the phones a lot more True. for their worried constituents. So I called my local federal member and then they said I had to email him. So I sent him a very scathing email asking him how he looked children in the eye.
1: What did you say when you when they picked up? You were like, hi.
0: I was like, hi, I am a constituent of blah, blah. And I just wanted to ring to voice my concern that Labor's climate change policies do not go far enough considering the UN report into the actions we need to take to minimize the impacts, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, put it in an email. Well, they were like, thank you for ringing. We recommend emailing Matt, blah, blah, about it, and he will possibly call you back. So I emailed and it was really got a lot of anger out, which was great. And then I was like, I should call Bill Shorten. He needs to know. And so I called him and then we got into an argument about Adani. This is a way not a fast fight, by the way. (laughs) I just, all I'm saying is when you're feeling panicked and like everything's terrible, call your local member and yell at them about it. Totally. as a complete tonal about tone. My final recommendation, and I told my friend Elsa I would mention her by name because she bought this for me. But it is a wide-tooth comb by a brand called Stratton. You can literally get these at Chemist Warehouse. They cost about $3 apparently. Damn people who have thick hair. Yeah, look, I have a lot of hair. It's not and me. <laughs> when I brush it, it gets really frizzy and fluffy, and so I've been using this comb when I wash my hair just to like comb through. And then when I wake up, my hair looks really great. Chemist Warehouse, Priceline, the brand is Stratton.
1: My hair and a really narrow comb go well together because okay. I have lank,
0: blunt, shirt So this recommendation is not for everyone, but I personally... I really still appreciate benefit. it. Yeah. That's just better than a hairbrush, which makes my hair go frizzy. What are yours? What are your fast vibes? Can you do them faster than I just did mine? <laughs> okay, so
1: mixed bag tonight, people, but we have not washing your face in the morning. <laughs> There'll be no link for this one. This is just You can just no, take this. I've heard this from somewhere that I cannot remember. Is it Forever 35? Potentially I heard it on Forever 35, another really great podcast where they talk about serums and self-care. beauty products and self-care, but I have quite oily skin mm-hmm. and there was a point last year where it was just kind of getting really crazy oily and I was like, Oh, I can't deal with this. At the end of the day, I was like, ugh. And so I heard on their podcast that one of the hosts just doesn't cleanse in the morning. In the morning, I just splash it with water. Like, Hmm. get any, you know, whatever's happened overnight off your face.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Who said you were busy? I know
1: what you mean. In bed by nine, people. (laughs) Um. So you wash your face. Okay. It just rinse oh, it off. It just rinse it off, and then moisturize straight after that. And it has been a game changer. Wow. I've got my sister onto this; she has exactly the same results. If you have really oily skin, especially in winter, you just don't want to strip it in the mm. morning. Like it's actually, if you cleanse your face at night, your face won't be dirty in the morning. It's just a yeah. little bit of um, oil buildup or anything like that. Just rinse it off, and then moisturize again. And I can tell you, you will have less oily skin. Fantastic. I don't have oily skin, but I appreciate that recommendation on <laughs> um, Next on the list is something for the dog owners. So when we got a dog uh, about four years ago, he's currently reclining on Sophie's couch under a blanket, like a little sook of a whip at his. <laughs> but I felt so bad about all the bags that we were using to, to pick up his poop. I was like, I'm using three of these a day. This is Ooh, absolutely yeah killing me on the inside did a little bit of research then got heavily targeted on instagram and it pointed me towards a brand called oh crap great name which is a great name but they make biodegradable dog poop bags which are made from cornstarch oh great yeah they're so good and they break down in three months that's amazing so now the guilt is gone Fantastic. they're bright green like the planet should be and <laughs> they're quite affordable and you can buy big boxes of them that'll last you six months that's so great that is oh crap Biodegradable dog bags. The third thing on my top five, or also known as fast five, fast five, is the Alexandria Ocasio Cortez Netflix documentary. It's not just centering on her, but she is central to it. Called Knock Down the House. She's incredible. Just wept. She wept. Yeah. yeah. She stood up against a member of Congress for the Bronx and Queens Mm -hmm. in New York who'd been in his seat for 13 years or something like that. And just has changed the game over there. She's an incredible orator. She Mm. can... Command a room in a second. Yeah, she's she's really inspirational and I might have cried watching it.
0: I wept multiple times. (laughs) There's a bit at the end where she's talking about a road trip she crashed that her dad took her on. Yes. And he's like there in Washington and he points at everything and he goes, This all belongs to you. Yeah, that's when I cried (laughs) Yeah. It's
1: America it's not even our country, but it's very inspiring. It is a beacon in the hellscape that is American politics. Yeah, I would let it inspire you to email your politicians, everyone. Exactly. <laughs> Number four on the list is something I discovered when I was looking for beauty items to wear on my wedding day. Mm-hmm. Hunting down, kind of everything to give me, gimme glow. Yep. I said to my makeup artist, "I was like, there will not be a shred of powder on my face <laughs> none on this day," which
0: is quite ironic because your wedding day was thirty-six degrees yeah. Celsius. we thought about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, she's <laughs> like, but just a little bit. I'm like, nope. <laughs>
0: I'm glow, damn
1: it. I just didn't want it to be matte. Matte was like the opposite of what I wanted. I just wanted like lit from within. Mm-hmm. And we found this product called Luma Liquid Light Illuminating Primer. So many L's. I know <laughs> Liquid Light Illuminating. Um, but it's just from Priceline. Amazing. It's 20 bucks. Priceline, it's so dangerous. Yeah, and you put it on clean skin and it gives you the best highlighter glow. And you're not like Kind of shiny.
0: You just yeah, you don't want to look like holographic. No, like you don't want to be a reflective
1: real. mirror in photos or anything like no. that. But this is the best highlighter. You don't actually have to put it on your cheekbones or anything like that. It's just all over. Let's slap it on. Yeah, slap it on. slap it on. And then you put your foundation or whatever on top of yeah. that, so it kind of mellows the the sheen. But it's really good. Luma Liquid Light Illuminating Primer, twenty dollars. i are putting it in the show notes. That's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, and the last thing on my list is something fizzy and pink. It is the Yauma Peekaboo Pet Nat. Oh, it's my favorite. Natural sparkling wine. You can get it from drnks.com, drinks.com. Yep. So Pet Nat is a way that you kind of finish fermenting wine to make it sparkling. So it's bottled before it's finished fermenting. And so it continues to ferment in the bottles, adding bubbles to it. A lot of sparkling wines, yeast is added to make it sparkle. But here, nothing is added. It's just super fresh tastes like strawberries it's off dry it's
0: absolutely yeah we addictive I will warn you that you start drinking it and then you just want three more bottles of it it's delicious it's so good they're, I mean the good thing about these natural wines is they're lower alcohol but the bad thing is then you drink four bottles of them <laughs> and the impact is not lessened just like the half size martini yeah. <laughs> maybe it's just me <laughs> Not so much the type of booze. And on that note. We're done. We are done. You can find us on Instagram at highlyenthused. If you want to email us, you can send it to highlyenthused at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Do you need any recommendations? we can do that do you have an opinion on espresso martinis do they make you want to vomit
1: like they do me well then you can just directly message sophie about that <laughs> i don't want to hear it <laughs> don't forget to rate review and subscribe so other people can find us on itunes because that's what it does apparently and we found out <laughs> can, yeah. we've got to this point we learned how to google thanks for joining us everyone we'll see you next week bye, bye.